We back with another episode, episode 56 of Dad Can We Talk. I'm your host, Anthony Ray. And y'all already know, man, uh, I'm ready to get it in today. It's going to be a busy weekend for me. I got this episode today, and then tomorrow I got the special, uh, special bonus episode. I'm going to be sitting down with some brothers, man, and we're going to be talking uh, the state of our nation. That's going to be tomorrow, man. It's going to be a round table. But uh, today, I'm with this with this young man here. Young man that uh, <clears throat> I've been waiting to sit down to talk to, man. Very, uh, if y'all know him on Facebook, man, controversial guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people be going at my man head And I just think a lot of times People don't be understanding what my brother be saying And um, I wanted to bring him on the podcast To uh, get his side of the story On some things that he say And I want to I wanna just know his story man You know y'all know how I do on dad Can we talk man I like to highlight great dads in the community And I believe uh, on the outside looking in This is a great dad right here man You know I I pay, I've been paying attention to him for some years. Uh, got a lot of respect for him, a lot of respect for what he does in the community uh, with his children and with his with, with children that aren't his, man, uh, through coaching. <clears throat> so I just think, you know, it's great to um, sit down and talk with men like this and really see where their mind is, see um, how they think about certain things and ways that they believe that we can Make our community better, man. So, yeah, without further ado, man, I want to welcome to the show my man, Leonard Battles, man. How you feeling, my boy? Good, man. Good. I'm actually excited to be on nervous and excited yeah, at the yeah. same time. Like, <laughs> be real with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But the way we do it on Dad Can We Talk, man, my first question I always ask, I like to kind of go back to, uh, I just want to know your history and how you got to where you are. But my first question is, uh, what was your relationship like with your dad? I want you to talk about that. Hmm. <clears throat> um, that's an interesting question. I never got asked that question before. I'm gonna say this: me and my dad had a good relationship, but it couldn't be better. Yeah. I think any relationship it could be better after you grown up and you got a little older. You kind of seem like, dang, I wish he did this. I wish he did a little more of this and that. Mm-hmm. He actually, be honest with you, on a um, culture point of view of life, he did a great job, to be honest yeah. with you. But biblically, I don't know if because he wasn't taught a biblical aspect of life yeah. or was it just because he didn't have an interest in that aspect of life. Uh, I feel like he could have, he should have did more yeah. because I learned everything I learned from another man. Not saying my dad was bad for doing yeah. that, not teaching yeah. me that kind of stuff. I just wish that he could have been the first person to kind of give me that layout of a biblical aspect of what a man's supposed to be, or even, not even a biblical aspect, just uh, faith, a faith preference of um life for a man, you know, mm-hmm. my purpose of a man, you know what I'm saying, but culture-wise, he did a great job, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm a young black man, you know, <laughs> uh, of course, he taught me how, you know, take care of my kids, show me how to take care of myself, and make sure that I'm, they can, I'm a dependable person, not just for myself, but for my family, if I went out once, get a family. Yeah. So, him in that area, as far as taking care of my kids and, you know, making sure I'm being a man, making sure I'm able to provide for my family and not playing around and doing stupid stuff in life, 
I applaud him for that. Real deal. Yeah. Not saying he was a bad father for not getting me to a place in the spiritual area that he should be. But at the same time, I felt like that is needed for me personally as a mm-hmm. man. So I pass it. Now that I know that what he didn't do, I'm going to pass it down. Like, I don't, hold him, I don't hold him accountable to it. And I say, think sometimes we can be in a position where we hold our dads or parents accountable for stuff and hold grudges towards them. Yeah. And you can never really get a, a good, better relationship than you already had with them because you're holding a grudge and that creates yeah. a wall. Straight up. <clears throat> you can't get no further than that wall because you got a grudge. Mm-hmm. So me, you know I'm saying? <laughs> I never had a grudge. I kind of took it for what it is. Maybe that's just where he was in life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just where... His understanding of what a man should be. Maybe that's what he was taught, you know? Yeah, that's real. So I kind of took that in as me, okay, well, I'm going to do what he didn't do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick up where he left off at, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to add more to it. That's real. So, that's yeah. Real. I, I, I agree with that because for a minute, uh, I was mad with my pops. You know, I ain't grow up with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, we started building a relationship, and I remember he did something that made me so mad with him. Because I, I wanted him to be better, but I didn't think he was getting better at what I wanted him to be. And yeah. it was like, I wanted so bad for him to be something that he just honestly ain't. Mm-hmm. And so I was mad with him for at least probably like a year. I was I was like, really like, man, I ain't talking to him no more. And then it was like, you know, God had to show me like, bro, you can't be doing that, man. Like, they ain't like. You ain't helping him whatsoever, you know, like that. You being mad with him ain't going to change him, Mm-mm. you know. And that's only, like you say, you holding the grudge, man, that ain't going to be good for you or him. Mm-mm. And so after a while, I just really had to just, you know, just get to a point to where I said, you know what, I can't hold my dad to being something that I desire for him to be. Yeah. If anything, he'll have to desire that for himself. Mm-hmm. My job is to encourage him, you know, in the place where he was at and just love him, you yeah. know, and take it, you know, take everything, you know, as it is, you know. And as I started doing that, man, our relationship just continuously grew and grew and grew and got better and better. And, you know, even still to this day, you know, it's it is what it is. But. At least we call each other now, and yeah. when we call each other, it's love. Yeah, like, man, yeah. Pop, like, how you been? He'll yeah. call me, like, what's up, son? You know, yeah. just thinking about you. Yeah. And like you said, like, so yeah, that, that's that's so important, man, to not hold, you know, like, things like that against our parents for what we think they should think, be, because yeah. sometimes they just ain't done. They just say, but now, the relationship is... Yeah, <laughs> it's a snap like that. You know, your porch moment. Woo! It's, it's, it's one of those relationships because we both now understand that uh, the spiritual aspect of being a father is just as important as the fleshy aspect of being a father. And sure now, what he know now, if he could have went back, I'm sure yeah. if he could have went back yeah. and did it, then he would have been like, man, he would have <laughs> yeah. did it. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, you know, let's take control of this this opportunity that's been yeah. given to us. Uh, not just on a spiritual level, man, but now that we topped it off with the spiritual level, it helps with the natural stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So now our relationship, when we talk about, you know, uh, marriages, it ain't just from a, 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 a barbershop talk type of marriage. It's from mm-hmm. a spiritual talk, like, hey, look, biblically, nah, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Up. I take advice from my dad all the time. I'm not saying I take all of it and take it in. I yeah. eat the meat, leave the bone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm still, as a man, I still got to carry my own throne. 
And I'm saying, yeah, he passed a torch, but I got to light my own some some, day, some other day so I can pass to my own son. I'm not saying up. the torch he passed was bad. It's just I got to create my own at Straight the same up. time. I don't want to just take what his advice and, you know, make it my own. Because mm-hmm. not saying I can't make it my own, but I want to make I don't want to be a copycat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be... Uh, let me see. I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying, take what... Uh, it's almost like when you copy somebody's record. Yeah. You ain't do nothing. Yeah. Do it. You just really <laughs> copy the whole thing. Yeah. It's not original. I still I want to still be original. Yeah. Still take what he got, but still make it original. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I kind of took a lot of that originality of my own, applied it with his, combined them together, and... Man, look, I ain't gonna change the life. At first, I just was doing my own stuff. Yeah. Like, man, you know what? I don't care what he did. Man, I'm gonna do how I want to do it. But I'm like, dang, for all that teaching he gave you, yeah. you want to stop it now? Yeah. Why Why you want to stop it? <laughs> I'm saying it's almost like I was yeah. trying to say, oh, what he did is what he did, and that's not good enough for my kids. Yeah. And I was like, nah, because I grew up good, so why yeah. not pass that on to my kids? I ain't saying all of it, but a lot of it. Yeah. I took it and I applied it to my kids and how I teach my kids today. Straight up, straight up. What was that feeling like when you first found out you were about to be a dad? Ooh, what boy. was the first thought that ran through your mind? Uh, first thing was, <laughs> ooh, first thing was, dang, I gotta um save all my money, more, yeah. a little more now. Um, <clears throat> diapers, cause everybody, yeah. I heard, oh, that's the first thing I always heard about diapers. So my first thought was diapers. So I went. Diapers. The crazy thing is, I went into a store, bro. <laughs> And I went and looked at the price of diapers. I'm like, dang, what? So I went down to the cheapest ones and looked at those. I'm like, okay, I can do this. But then yeah. I started reading, reading, you know, different comments on why you shouldn't get cheaper diapers. Yeah. Rash is gonna couldn't come from cheaper diapers. I'm like, man, so I can't just buy any kind of diaper. Why they yeah. got this option for me if it's bad? You know what I'm saying? So I went on and bought a pair of diapers. Just I just bought them. I don't know why I just bought it, yeah. and I put it in the closet. I said, okay, this is my first set of diapers. I ain't going to tell nobody I bought them. I'm just buying them. Not knowing if the kids going to live or die. God forbid that. Yeah. Not that it did happen. Not did. But I'm just saying. So I bought another pair of pampers, set of pampers. And I'm like, dog, that was, I just spit. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody told me to just start buying them now. Yeah. So when they come, yeah. it'll be. in preparation mode. It already, they yeah. already have them. So I was buying them, buying them. I'm like, man, I started adding up. $30, $40, $30, $40. Then you got to buy wipes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> huh? And I don't buy it. was just one wipe. I was told about a case of wipes because it right. lasts longer. But that's like $30, $40, too. I'm like, shoot. So I'm like, man, one kid is enough. You know, one kid is enough. But I was nervous. I actually, even when he came, I still wasn't completely prepared for him. Yeah. Because you can be prepared with, like, a lot of stuff. Okay. But mentally, the sleepless Boy. nights. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Sleepless nights. And I tried to practice that, stand up and, oh, man, look, I practiced that one time. And, look, I don't think I made it through yeah. to 3 a.m. I'm like, look, getting up. And it, I just started getting up a lot of times in the night because, you yeah. know, telling me, you know, babies cry. You got to just get up. And I was, honestly, I was selfish. Yeah. To be honest with you, before he was born, I was in my mind, like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not finna get up and get out my sleep for this baby. To just, his mama going to have to do it. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. kind of selfish at first. But then I started thinking back, like, dang. He didn't have a choice to come in. <laughs> he didn't have a choice. He didn't have yeah. a choice. So how could I, you know, hold somebody that don't have a choice to this kind of mind, to my mindset of how I should look at life, how I look at life. Mm-hmm. So, but when he did come, though, man, I, I cried. That was the first time I ever cried like that. 
Yeah. Cry like a <laughs> like hospital. Yeah, like I was yeah. a newborn baby. I was crying. Yeah. I think they had to spank me, but had to hit me on the butt a couple times, man. I'm I'm like, dang, dang. The doctor's looking at me like, you okay? I'm, like, I'm crying more than the baby crying. They trying to get me to be quiet. Hey, man, come on, come on. Like it was it was it was it was, it was something something that I never experienced in my life. Yeah. I can't even explain the real with you, man. Yeah. Like just the moment, being in that moment, in that moment, it kind of took me to a place where, dang, this is real, but it can't be real. Dang, yeah. it's real, but it can't be real. Yeah. I'm actually seeing a baby come out of this woman. Man, crazy, bro. Yeah, I'm actually seeing a baby come out of this woman. Yeah. But yeah, my first time was it was it was different, exciting. Yeah. It was it was Something that I can remember. I, I can, it's vivid to me. It's, it's almost like it's tangible to me. Yeah. You're real with you right now. See, yeah. then I still can feel the first moment. To, I can see and feel like I, I can feel. I'm holding my baby for the first time. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. it's crazy. And see, and, and that's stuff that, you know, when I talk about changing the narrative of, father, of black fatherhood, it's like this type of stuff because I feel like people don't, don't think, you know, they, they think, you know, all you hear about black fathers is how we ain't there. But you'll never hear the stories of the men that's there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and feel like this. You yeah. know, we love our children. Yeah, yeah. Like we like that thing is like <laughs> stuff that you you get excited about and you just it's so many people out there that love their family, just mm -hmm. really be excited about this stuff. And I just feel like we don't never get a chance to really talk about the excitement of holding our child for the first time, bro. Yes, like, bro. having yes. our skin touch their skin. Bro, it just, man, like you say, bro, it's something that you can't even explain. You can't even explain it. You know, it's it's just a, it's a whole other thing, man. And, and, and it's, I believe it's so beautiful, you know, to be able to hear uh, a dad talk about his excitement of seeing his child for the first time. Bro, like, yeah. you literally... Like you just created a child with this woman, <laughs> yeah. and now you seeing this thing is, bro. That thing ain't nothing like it, bro. Like that's like top everything for me <laughs> out of this life so far, bro. That's been the thing that like it was nothing like that, bro. Like I almost passed out like for real. <laughs> <laughs> when I seen that child. I'm like, oh, bro, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Yeah, dog. So how many? What you got? What two, three? I got four kids. So you got four. Four, five. A bonus kid, five with my now wife now. Yeah. So I don't really call him my stepchild. I never. Yeah. Mean. Not saying you can't, but I, I think when you say that, you create that at the yeah. same time. So you treat her like a stepchild when you call yeah. him a stepchild. So I don't call him my stepchild. See, I got five total. I just call him my bonus child because yeah. I didn't actually, you know. Yeah, she did actually. But that's your baby. That's my yeah. baby. That's my child. Yeah. So I got five total. Four, that is blood. Actually, yeah. blood, man. But five, my bonus child, and I treat her just like she mom. That's real. Yeah. How many boys or girls? I got two boys, three girls. Two boys, three girls. Ooh. Three girls. Boy, how is that, my brother? Well, Tell me. Because <laughs> I got three, and these three, boy, they be running me raggedy. So how is it? with? And what what's the age, the, uh, all the ages? Uh, my oldest son is 11. Um, my next child is 10. Well, she, by a lot, she just turned 11. Then my next up is 7. Then I got a 3-year-old and a 2-year-old. Oh, so you. Yeah, you <laughs> Ooh. Man, bro, like, talk to me about that, like, <clears throat> because with me, 
one of my biggest things, you know, I got an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing for me this far has been patience, like trying to learn how to be um, to be patient and understanding that, you know, a child is going to do child things yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And like, how do you, how are you with that uh, as far as being patient? How do you deal with a no, child? Well, I think what made it easier for me was is my wife, like the women that was a part of me raising those kids. I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like they both helped to in a way that I can't even explain. Yeah. They had their things they brought to the table and I had my things that I brought to the table for the kids. But me the first child, my first my oldest son, I had to kind of rest and raise him. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. almost like I had to because I was still in school. She was still in school. His mom was still in school. And I'm like, oh, my God. Man. Like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. shoot. So, but I got tired of paying for pampers, so I kind of rested out of pampers. I know that may sound crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he started wearing pampers. Stopped wearing pampers at, like, nine months, ten months. Yeah. So, yeah. I set a system up for potty training. So, I used to sacrifice. I ain't going to say sacrifice because I feel like that's a parent job to get up. So I used to get up at certain time of night and take him to the bathroom so he can get used to using the bathroom at this mm-hmm. time of night instead of him peeing in the bed. So I get up and eventually he started getting up by himself. Mm-hmm. But I had to make sure that he didn't fall in the toilet. So yeah. it's almost like I got used to getting up at that time too. So I'm like, he up, I'm up. We both using the bathroom. I got kind of hooked on using the bathroom at that time too because I got a way to show him how to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Taught him that. The bottle thing was kind of easy for him. That's kind of easy for me to take that away take that bottle away from him. Mm-hmm. Took that away from him. <clears throat> Gave him sippy cups, though. With yeah, the, with the um, yeah. rubber tip, just like the yeah. tip of the bottles. Started giving him that. Transition. I just started learning how to transition from one age group to another. So yeah. that transition thing, now that he's 11, he helped out with the next kid. All right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I pushed him so much that now he understands. I taught him things that he can pass down to his, his, his siblings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's huge when you got multiple kids. Yeah. Because what you teach them, most likely you don't want to keep doing it over and over. You got an older kid. Not saying it's their job, but it's so helpful when you got an older kid that helps out. Yeah. Man, take away. Uh, he taught my son. My, he taught my kid. He taught my my next girl how to how to um, wash dishes. Yeah. I ain't have to teach her that. Yeah. He taught her how to do that because yeah. I taught him how to do that. Not saying I couldn't teach her, yeah. but of course I assisted. You got that help. Yeah. yeah. I assisted and say this is how you do it and that, but he initially grind the rest of it out. He cleaned it up for me. He showed, he showed her the aspects and the little detailed stuff. I showed her the mm-hmm. big stuff and he detailed it. You can't wash them like this. You got to rinse them off before you put them in the dishwater. This stuff like that. I could have yeah. told that, but I did my part and taught him and he passed it out and he just kept going. Going. Going and going. Yeah. So now my three-year-old teaches my two-year-old. And my seven-year-old, she don't even know it. She teaches, she taught my three-year-old. Yeah. Just by doing, being, doing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Letters and stuff like that. Um, uh, Certain TV shows I, I don't like them watching. She be like, yeah. BK, daddy don't want us to watch that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like, just like as you being the head of your house, I feel like a sibling, him being the head, ooh, it matters too. But yeah. a good leader. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A good leader and a kid can really transform other siblings, whether yeah. you know it or not. Not always, but I feel like it plays a, a big role, a big role when you got when you created a leader from the top, it's just gonna triple down. 
Mm. Not saying that you 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 a bad parent because you didn't you <laughs> didn't create a great leader or a bad leader because it takes time, bro. Mm. Listen, I sacrificed so much trying to create that man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Help him out. It's funny you say that. Uh, it's reminding me of um, what's his name, man? A guy named Propaganda mm-hmm. that I listened to. Propaganda said one time he was like with his children. It's like he he was like. He basically got many, what did he call them, man? Many, many project managers. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, like. That's how I handled it. <laughs> like, my oldest child is my, is, she's a, he's a, a project manager. Yeah. So, I'm telling them, if I tell them to go wash the dishes, that's me giving them a project, and now that he's a manager. So, yeah. I'm teaching them how to be managers, <laughs> you know, from this young age, because it's like, okay, yeah, it might be dishes, but. No, that's a project. That's a project. Like, yeah. and you're over there. Yeah. Like, that's your job. So, you have to manage that and know how to put other people in place, you know. And I was like, damn, that's kind of that's kind of straight. And that's, I think, now that you saying this, like, I like <laughs> that's something that I could really, I don't do that enough with my oldest child. Yeah. Like, I don't do that enough to where, like, and I think at times she be trying to do that. But then I'd tell her, you know, they would get the fussing and all that. I'd be telling her, man, just leave them alone. Like, <laughs> get you. like you ain't a dad. I'd have been there, bro. I'd have been there. Trust me, I'd have been there. And I got, well, see, I got tired of it. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that I just did it because, really, a lot of stuff I did with my kids because I got tired of, like, yeah. going back and forth and doing all that. I don't yeah. even call it chores. I call it business. Yeah. I say, make sure you handle your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even call them tours. It's like when you call them yeah. tours, it's like, ah, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? They, they go crazy. Yeah. So I'll be like, you, yeah. this is your business. Yeah. You control your business. I even give them to a certain extent. Like my child, my oldest wash the dishes, nobody comes, even me, I don't come in the kitchen. Because yeah. that's his business. So when he washing the dishes, hey, I'm washing, he let everybody know I'm washing the dishes. If you got any other dishes that need to be washed, this is the time to bring them down. Because yeah. once I start mopping and sweeping the floor, ain't no more coming in here. And yeah. I, I show them respect because I want respect. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. as parents, sometimes we want respect, but we don't show our kids respect. So what? Yes. I, I, I show him respect in that arena because I want him to really get a hold of him being that business person. Hmm. That's his business. Because I want him to take it on like that. Because mm-hmm. if he don't take it on like that, he ain't going to do it right. But when he hmm. actually gets to the point that he take it on the right way, oh, okay, you know, this is my act. It's gonna really, really push him out in the, in the world. He gonna have the same mindset. Hmm. This is my business. This is why I gotta take care of. Him. He went to school now. He handle his business because he take it on as his own. Mm-hmm. And that I feel like that's a lot of transitioning from inside the home. A lot of it is him too. I can't take all the credit because I don't care how much you really do, but a lot of it him because he wanna do it. Yeah. But me giving him a business mindset about it, he take it on as business. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of Man, that's so. Y'all listen. Well, that's free game now. For all y'all parents out there listening, listen to me. That's free game. And we finna get on that next subject. I got that. Well, I'm gonna take a quick pause, real quick. Boom. All right, man. I wanna. <clears throat> you said something interesting just now that I think I, I hope people caught it. But just in case, we, we I wanna go back to that. When it comes to respect, what you said was so powerful because it's like at times as parents, we do be wanting 
you know, we want our kids, oh, you're going to respect me. Yeah. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But it's like, in return, we don't show that back to our kids. Correct. So it's like, what example are we showing them? Like, we're trying, we, we'll say, you know, I'm trying to teach them how to res respect people and mm -hmm. have respect. But if we're not the example of what respect looks like, how can we expect these children to respect us, you know, or, or no, anyone no. else if we're not even showing that? So it's like, I want you to just talk about that whole aspect of showing respect to our children. Or I think you, you was saying something the other week, uh, even about um, uh, apologizing to our children mm -hmm. if we've done something that we... At times, like, I think as parents, we don't think we'd be wrong sometimes. Yeah. But a lot of times, we just definitely be wrong, you know, <laughs> even with, with the way that we talk to them, mm -hmm. things that we do. And I think it's just important to um, go back. If we feel like we've wronged them, I think it's very important for us to um, go back and apologize. But what's your take on, uh, I want you to talk, go deep into that, the whole respect and all that, man. I want you to go, go deep. I don't want the people to miss that. Oh, no, well, for me, the respect thing came more so because I understand. Like, I really understand that 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 actual give and take thing when it comes to a child. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because when I grew up, when I grew up, it's a lot of things that I couldn't do because yeah. I don't respect. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot mm -hmm. of things I did for my parents because I don't respect. Really, a, hmm, a respectful fear. Not like mm -hmm. a trembling fear, but just out of like, it's almost like a reverence of respect, you know, for my parent, my parents. Mm -hmm. But a kid that sees their parents and kids ain't stupid, yeah. So they know when you wrong them. You All know right. what I'm saying? What you teaching them is that uh, apologies is not needed, mm -hmm. and so when it's time to apologize, they gonna be kind of stiff with apologizing because out of respect. They gonna they gonna lose their respect and apologize because you never show respect to All apologies. Right. You know what I'm saying? For real. So, me, I'm taking this is a perfect experience. I'm, matter of fact, this is why I started doing it. One day, my son asked me to take him somewhere, mm -hmm. right? And I said, "All right, bet I take you." It started raining and stuff, and I couldn't take him, right? Mm -hmm. So he was like, "I thought you said this next." See, most people take that as disrespect, but he ain't wrong. I did tell him that. I did mm -hmm. tell him that I was taking him. Like, Dad, you said you was gonna do. Matter of fact, my first son. Matter of fact, he was like. I thought you said you was going to take me. So I don't know where it was. That was somewhere that was, you know, a place they want to go to. Yeah. And he said, you lied to me. I'm like, I ain't lie to you. Well, yeah. if you want to break it down, then that's a, really a lie because <laughs> yeah. you ain't do it. So me, I feel like I ain't owe no explanation of why I ain't taking it. So yeah. I left it alone. About two weeks later, he came back to me. He was like, um, well, why is it that parents lie to kids, but kids mm -hmm. can't lie to parents? I'm like, what? Yeah. And I had to like, what are you talking to? Like, what don't play at me? You know, I got yeah. my children. And I felt, then at that moment, I'm abusing my power. Yeah. Instead of giving him the else he need to help him, because he yeah. that's helping him when I explain it to him, whether you know it yeah. or not. Instead of helping him understand what's going on, parents sometimes push their kid away with them because mm -hmm. they got power, because they older, mm -hmm. they bigger, and I'm the, they, I'm the mama, you the daddy. They use that to a way that ain't even relevant. They use that as abuse. They abuse it though. That's I'm real. the I'm the parent. No That's man, real. explain that kid. So in script in that moment, for some reason I got a revelation, mm. and I sat down and I said, you know what, you right. Through a kid, now I got this through my kid. Yeah. yeah. If that situation wouldn't have happened, I never would even thought about this kind of stuff. But I was like, hmm. 
I apologize for lying to you. Mm-hmm. And I should have been more uh, concerned about, you know, how you mm-hmm. felt Straight when on. you told me that, you know, that I lied to you. Because I took it in like, man, G, get up. Man, kid, get up yeah. my face. Man, you know about a kid. But kid's smart. Yeah. So they remember that stuff. And I was trying to figure out what the world he talking about. And he remembered. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, look, this is what we're going to do. Um, for now on, when I tell you something and I don't do it, I'm going to remind myself that I'm supposed to do it. And if I mess up, I'm going to discipline myself. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to discipline myself. I ain't talking no spanks or nothing, but yeah. I'm going to make try hold to yourself hold myself accountable. You know Straight what I'm up. saying? And I sometimes parents, we don't, we don't hold ourselves accountable. Man, kids see that. Mm-hmm. It's more caught than talk now. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what you tell them to do. What you what they see is basically, it's like you telling a kid don't smoke, but they see you smoking. I don't care how much you preach it to them, right. think you hiding it. They see it. Mm-hmm. I'm a witness. <laughs> my parent, my mom used to smoke years and years and years ago. They tried to hide it, but come on, you're going to see it. Yeah. Dumping the cigarettes out, I'm going to pick them up just to try it because I'm curious now. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. And smoking it, blowing it, playing with it, or taking even like little stuff yeah. that look like cigarettes and you know what I'm saying? Right. Copying yeah, it. Crayons. Yeah, like yeah. copying it. And you're like, where they get that from? They get it from you. No, you ain't teach it to them directly, but it's indirectly you taught something that you don't want them doing because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So back to, you know what I'm saying, the uh, respect thing. So after that, you know, I kind of started, you know, uh, taking my kids serious in that in that manner. Mm-hmm. So when things that was important to them, I try to make it important to me. If it's something that don't go against, you know, their well-being and things like that, or them learning, a learning curve or something. Yeah. Perfect example. My son um, wanted to, um, oh, what he wanted to take a um, Spanish class or something like that. But mm-hmm. the money for it. And I'm like, bro, why are you, why are you trying to take a Spanish class if you're not even Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what you trying to do this for? Like, I, yeah. I, cause I want to know. Like, I yeah. say you can't take a Spanish class. I'm not telling yeah. you can't, but it costs money to take them kind of class. You can go on yeah. YouTube and learn that stuff. <laughs> it was like, nah. It, this lady that's doing it, it's gonna help me cause she's one on one instead of YouTube. You know, it, cause I guess on YouTube you can't really ask questions. Yeah. And stuff. So he was like, this is gonna help me with being bilingual. Yeah. I thought about, it. hmm. That's important. That is important. Yeah. Because you might run to somebody who's Spanish. I know this might sound small, but that yeah. was big for him yeah. and big for me because that is important because when we come to, when we go to other countries, we ain't got to learn their language. But mm-hmm. when they come over here, they forced to learn our language and I thought about it. Ooh, you know what? This is an opportunity for me to expand his mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but when we took the class, he don't know a lot of Spanish right now anyways. But he, yeah. but I'm saying when he, when he did take the class, that man was talking to people uh-huh. that, I couldn't talk to because he knew it. We yeah. going to, like, what it was, down in Miami somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't understand. He know what they saying. I'm like, oh, yeah. What did he say, son? Yeah. Can't, you <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. I, I used that. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, you know, what if I didn't have this man take this little class? He, did. he was about yeah. seven then. It was a lot of words he didn't understand, but it was enough for me to for him to understand what the other person was saying so we can actually have a dialect and a conversation. Yeah. I'm like, well, tell him I said this. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. ask him this. Because it was lost. That's what we had to get there. We had, we had directions yeah. in a certain place. It was in a Spanish area. Everything was in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I could have Googled it. I could have Googled it, but it would have took more time to me yeah. actually talking to a person that knows Spanish. And yeah. go here, go there, instead of 
trying to figure out every Spanish word in every direction, that would have took me forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I took that situation with him and out of respect for him and his and his, you know what I'm saying, desires. Not I ain't gonna say complete desires, but he looked at something that was gonna be applicable to his life that he could take long term. I ain't teach him, I ain't tell him to do that. He just mm-hmm. chose to do it because he's seen it somewhere else mm-hmm. from another kid. He learned it, and I'm like, dang, out of all the things kid pick up from kids, I wanna try to take that away from him. Why take yeah. that instead of Cause I I be on his head about picking up bad songs and stuff from kids, but mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, if I take that away from him, he might pick up the wrong thing, and then mm-hmm. he gonna learn that regardless if I want him to do it or not. So why not give him something that's gonna keep his mind off of crazy stuff? So okay, mm-hmm. you know what? Paid for it, did it. You know what I'm saying? He came back to me. Matter of fact, <clears throat> what's crazy? Two weeks ago, I talked to my son about that, and he said, "You remember that Spanish class? I'm glad you asked me that. Your Spanish class, you um put me in." I said, yeah, he said, man, I still know a lot of them words. Yeah. I never knew he knew those words still. Because mm-hmm. I thought, because he didn't talk to me in Spanish. But he still knows a lot of Spanish words. Mm-hmm. Just based on what something I did. Uh, I, I did something a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Out of respect for him and his 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 learning curve. He wanted to learn something that was beneficial. Mm-hmm. Did it, you know, kept it up. You know what I'm saying? Now today he can come and talk to whoever he want to in Spanish. You know what I'm saying? Certain words... Like sling words, he don't understand because he ain't yeah. really, you know, in a in a Spanish culture, so he ain't yeah. gonna pick up on that. That's but, real. Though. But really, that's that might sound small, but that really what took me to another level with you know respecting him and understanding you know kids know more than what we think. Yeah. Oh, they ain't crazy. One thing about them, kids ain't crazy. We man. think that though. Yeah. We think we dumb we we dumb them down. Mm-hmm. We dumb them down. Straight up. They ain't dumb. We dumb them down. We think they don't know this and know that. We create a dumb. Mentality on them. We put that dumb mentality. Well, they just kids. They're just kids. But then when they do it, you're like, well, how you learn that? Mm-hmm. Nah, how they didn't learn that. You know what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you create, you dumped them down. You thought they didn't know what you thought. Thought they didn't know. They know more than, man. It's, I'm surprised that most parents don't understand that by now because we was kids before too. It's right. so a lot of stuff our parents thought we wasn't doing that we did. Straight up. <laughs> you know Straight what I'm saying? Up. So, that's real. I really intervened. Stuff like that, I try to respect kids enough to understand that they're smarter than what we use. And I think mm-hmm. just out of respect, you got to respect that they're smarter than what we use. Straight up. Man, my eight-year-old, she be, man, she, if you give her something and tell her this is what this is and learned it, bro, she pick up on stuff so fast, bro. It's just, it's natural to her to sit down and when, you, when she put her mind to something, bro, she will pick up just like that. And I just be like, dang, you know, like, I got to give her more opportunities. Yeah. You know, always trying to just give her opportunities to learn about things or we talk about certain things. You know, she asks me a lot of questions and stuff. That's great, man. So when she's asking questions, you know, I'm trying to take the time to actually break things down for her. Because, at like... Sometimes you would think, man, they ain't gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, no, they really do. They do like, if you sit down they and do, you really, really talk do, with them, man. and they might not understand the specific the, stuff, the, yeah. the fullness of it. But they, get, but they get a, you know, like <laughs> one of my friends passed last week. And I guess she heard me talking on the phone to somebody about it. No, you said so, she heard me talk. She heard. See what I'm saying? Listen. <laughs> so. Well, she went asking me questions about it and stuff. And at first, I'm like, I ain't gonna talk to this girl about no damn death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, once I started talking with her, you know, she, 
she, of course she don't understand the fullness of like death. Yeah, 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 like yeah. yeah. person is gone, but you know she she could empathize and she was just like, "Hey, daddy, you know, like, huh? Well, I'm sorry to have and she gave me a hug, and it was just like. So now, since then, you know, like I heard her talking with a brother and sister the other day, and there was she was like, you know. Yeah, daddy friend. So it, I guess it came back to her who he was because mm-hmm. I was telling who, who he was. So it was, this was yesterday. She was like, daddy, was he the one that came to our house on so-and-so day? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, I, I do remember him. She yeah. was like, so then she was telling my son. She was like, yeah, you're right. That's the boy that came to our house and did so-and-so. And I'm like, what in her mind is even think, thinking about him? Yeah. You know, so it's like. She understand like damn like he's gone like that's daddy friend who came mm-hmm. to our house and now he's gone and it, it's like even stuff like this just little small stuff like that it's like if we take the time to explain these things to them and really talk with them about you know yeah sometimes it do be heavy heavy stuff but I believe that these kids can grasp concepts yeah no nah, you know okay. they can like truly grasp things but I think as parents at time at times. You know, and I'm even um, guilty of it at times. Like, I think we get lazy and we don't want to. We don't want to talk with them. We don't want to like really sit down and have. It's like we just want stuff to be simple. Like, if when it's simple stuff, it's easy. But like, when it's the hard things, we don't want to like really take that time. I'm gonna even be bold enough to say this: we don't make it important. Bump That's time. real, no? I'm, yeah. I, I'm, and I was one of them parents. That's real. I just didn't make a lot of stuff important. Yeah. It wasn't a priority to me. Yeah. But now that I see all this stuff that's going on with kids and stuff, and so the kids committing suicide at ages younger than I can even think about. Crazy. How do they even know? How do they even know how to kill? <laughs> how do you even know how to kill yourself? You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's real. Eleven years old. Eleven. Know how to kill yourself? How you know? How you know what to do? That told me it showed They're me learning it from somewhere. It showed me so much. I don't even want to cry right now, but it showed me so much. To the point I'm like, we take these kids so lightly, bro. Mm-hmm. That it's scary. <laughs> yeah. I'm being real. That's yeah. what parents understand. You take your kids so lightly to it's scary. And it scared me. Cause I was taking my kids lightly at first. You know mm-hmm. my 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 oldest child. Mm-hmm. Something showed me that, listen, bro. If you don't handle this like it's your last job or your last chance, mm. you're going to be regretting a lot of stuff. And I think that's important when you start putting priorities on your kids, even though, even just conversations. Because mm. if they ask, it's apparently asking for a reason. That's real. <laughs> if they man. bring it up. That's real. If they bring it up, if they bring it up, they know something about it. Mm. Something. Where's it small or big? My son is 11. He asked me about sex. Yeah. Somebody tried to tell me that don't talk to him about guess what? I asked him questions. He know more about sex than I was on even want to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. So I'm like, well, dang, he don't be on social media like that. School. We kids at school already advanced, man. These kids mm-hmm. already gone, man. Shoot, bro, you gotta think. <laughs> what when I was that man? This was early. early, late, well, late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Really late nineties. I know my my friends. I wasn't like that. I wasn't even thinking about that type <laughs> of stuff. But I had friends that was already them boys was out there. So I can only, and that's like I say, late nineties. 
<laughs> Think about in 2021. Yeah. The stuff these jokers sent. Back then, you know, we used to have to, in order to see a por- porno, you had to have a DVD. DVD. Or not even DVD. We didn't have DVDs Man, then. Have we had the uh, cassette Cassettes. tapes. You know, so nowadays, these jokers got phones and it's, iPads. It's more, stuff more available. It's stuff Crazy, more. Bro. Look, it's right there for them to touch, bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's easier access now. So much more easy access. And I feel like as parents, that's a lot of stuff we got to control. Phones. Mm-hmm. All right. Social medias. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Because if you... And it be the parents that not my baby. Them be the parents. Mm-hmm. Now, not my baby parents. Or my child won't do that parents. Them be the kids that's out there really being the ringleaders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it be real with you. Don't be the ringleaders. My baby wouldn't... And that's the thing. Stop Thinking that your child won't do this and that. They're a child. Remember they're a child. Right. They're a child still now. So what they think, what you think is bad, they might don't think it's bad. Hmm. So they doing it because out of fun. Most time kids doing that kind of stuff, you know, out of just, you know, trying to get a rep or trying to look good in front of the crowd. Trying to keep mm-hmm. that, you know, trying to keep that spotlight on. They like that spotlight. That's real. So as parents, we don't we don't think about none of that. We just think about, man, my child wouldn't do nothing like that. That's not how they are. You don't even... Be honest with you, bro. I don't think a lot of people come see with their children enough to even know their kid. Crazy, bro. And I'm talking about we in the house with them. Really, got to think about it. Our jobs don't give us no time to talk to our kids like that. Yeah. And when you're home, work eight to twelve hours. Eight to twelve hours. So you sleep, let's say <laughs> five to six hours. So let's say you did ten hours. So boom, you work. It says sixteen hours. So you got another eight hours. And when you do, and when you are home, you watching TV. Watch this. Taking away the dinner table would kill a lot of conversations that were supposed mm. to be held with parents with kids. Mm. Think about it. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't got. I can't think of nobody I know who got a dinner table in their house right yeah. now. That's our age. Yeah. I ain't to my older. I'm to my yeah. our age. Yeah. The dinner table was the place yeah. where you conversated about that kind of stuff. Your parents asked you questions, or you just talked about it. It was an open conversation. It was mm-hmm. really open conversations there at the dinner table. That's where it went. That was that was the secret place mm. where secrets been talked about. So funny. So we got a dinner table at the house, but at times we don't never even eat at the table. <laughs> so one, well, I had a kid eat at the table. So one day my daughter said, she said, "Well, Daddy, you always tell us to eat at the table. Why you always eat on the couch?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right." So, I started saying now, okay, boom, they eating and I eat, I'm going to sit right here too. You know, like, because, you know, I sit on the couch because I'm trying to watch TV watch at the same time. Right? <laughs> but, like, I'm on my computer doing something. It's like I'm all over the place. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let me start just sitting at the table with them. So, the, this is like last week, maybe, my wife, me and my wife, we sitting at the table with the kids, whatever. And we just started having this guy. I forgot what we were even talking. We just sitting there clowning or whatever. But it was just like... We sitting at the table and we talking and we having a whole conversation. conversation. It's like, <laughs> and I feel like, bro, like, man, we probably do that, bro, once. Every two Think about times. one little though. Like, you ate at a dinner table with your parents every night. <laughs> crazy, every night, bro. And be honest, the the conversations. You conversated more with your parents then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think the respect came from. A lot of respect came from because you actually had a conversation. Nobody can respect if you don't know. If they don't know you, if they don't talk mm-hmm. to you enough. And I think that's why a lot of kids don't really respect parents. Mm-hmm. It ain't because they disrespecting you. It's yeah. just they don't know you enough to dis- yeah. disrespect you. Not like you want to respect you. They're going to give mm-hmm. you a, 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 
uh, a level, a certain level of respect, but they ain't going to go how you want to respect you if you ain't talking to them all the time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to think about that too sometimes. Like kids that don't really know me, they disrespect me because they don't know me. When they get to know me, all right. All right. Even when I'm coaching. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I seen in a coaching. When they get to know who you are and know what you're about and understand that you ain't playing no games, the, the level of respect go to another level. Mm. But if you don't know me, especially if you already don't respect your parents at home, mm. you're going to talk how you want. You're going to do yeah. what you want. And I feel like sometimes that we as parents, really we're to blame for it because the kid, they ain't the conversation starter. We should be the conversation starters. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we blame the kids for why you ain't come tell me. How they can come tell you about something if you don't even talk to them like you're supposed to? Straight up. You know what I'm saying? That Anything I talk about, bro, when it comes to that stuff, it's from, it's from a personal experience. I ain't gonna never say something that I ain't had. It was tough for me, bro. That was tough for me. It made, I ain't gonna lie, I cry. I actually cry about that, bro. Cause I was like, yeah. man, what I'm doing? Like, why is it so hard for me to not be able to talk to my kid about certain things that I feel like need to be helped and they ain't taking it serious? Hmm. They, can't, they weren't taking it serious because they don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know me. So no, I had to get to know my kids. Mm hmm. Just how we get to know women. You take mm -hmm. them out on dates. You yeah. ask some questions, favorite color. Some people. Man, now you're you going to hit something now, boy. You feel me? You're going to hit one. You're going to hit a nerve with that one. Favorite color, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So you can go ask your kid their favorite. It's a lot of parents don't know mm -hmm. their kid's favorite color or their favorite food. Crazy. For that sake. That's real. Favorite shoes they want to wear. That's they don't even know their personality, their characteristics, or none of that. They just going off a of surface based on. I'm going to say this. How this world set up is, it's not meant to be family haunted. Yeah. Let me be real with you. Straight up. Night shift, you shouldn't be breaking them night shift. Nah, that ain't family. That's not no family haunted. Can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because dinner is eating at 6 p.m. to, well, some people at 8 p.m., depending on when you come home. But yeah. after that, you ain't around your family no eating dinner no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't putting your kids to bed. You ain't putting them to bed. And then on top of that, when you eating, when you not, I'm going to say this. The times we work, the kids are in school. Mm -hmm. So that's what, eight hours? How mm -hmm. kids go to school with eight hours, five hours? About between five to seven hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You get away from school, stuff, boom, you drop them off, you're at work. Mm -hmm. Some people got more of a, some people got more of a relationship with their coworkers than they got with their kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people, I know people like, how is that possible? You eat up 10 hours. Straight with them. up. You got 10 hours a day. Straight you spend up. three hours with your kids because you know, you put in the bed. Mm -hmm. You ain't getting them up and talking to them and, you know, having a conversation because you getting them. It's a system. You getting them ready for bed, get, make sure mm -hmm. the person tea, make sure they eat. You rushing and you know what I'm saying? Got to get all this. And guess what? You ain't mm -hmm. have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Even, if, okay, say that you do get five or 10 minutes. It's more at your, you talking with this person at your job, more than five or 10 minutes. Straight up. You know about their brother. You think about it. You know about their dad. You know what I'm saying? You know what their birthday is. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. um, 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 if something happened to them that's wrong for them. They're going to tell it. They express mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to talk to you about it because you're there with them 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable telling this kind of stuff. We ain't around our kids enough to even get comfortable enough to tell them or even mm -hmm. get let them for them to even express their stuff they want how they want to. Mm -hmm. Kids. And then on top of that, it's like I know the something that I deal with a lot of times, you know, because I work a, a strenuous job yeah. at a warehouse. You tired. <laughs> so now when I do get off work, I done spent them 10 hours at the job. 
And then the jokers at the job beat up, got on my nerves and all this stuff. And now it's like, okay, boom, now I go get my kids. Now I'm aggravated. So now I really don't even want to talk. Like, and they trying to talk. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, now on top, you, you tired, you aggravated. You know, then don't, you know, our kids like mine, young. So now they get in the car. So it's like you so short-tempered with them. You ain't having the conversations that you need to have with them. You ain't, you ain't even in the mind state to yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in all reality, it's like you not even in the mind space you, you need to be in. Talking you know? Like you like you thinking, well, <laughs> well, I gotta get these over some food. I gotta eat. You know, I gotta. You know, you sometimes you are thinking about the next day. You mm-hmm. thinking about you know it's so it's like I think we gotta. That's why I think that Sabbath day is so important. Mm-hmm. God gave us Sabbath for a reason. Now, yes, yes. Work days. six days. Get Take you some time for yourself to rest, bro, to get in a mind state to where you ain't worried about all that other stuff. And I think, like, real talk, like, that's something that we don't practice. We don't practice saying, man, I ain't doing nothing. I, all that extra stuff. Yeah. To, bro, I need a day for me and my family. Yeah. I need a day where we can spend time and get to know one another because it's like these other six days yeah we running around like a chicken with our head cut for real bro like listen what you just said six days running around you get what two days off think about it six versus two you add that up bro (laughs) (laughs) six days on our off day we be running six days versus two Mm -mm -mm. that's like somebody studied for a test for one day yeah and you got six days worth of test. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, add them out. You added up six days versus two. There's no way possible you're telling me you get you anywhere close to where you need to be relationship-wise with your kids. If you're spending six days going crazy, not saying, I'm going to say this, it's not, not saying it's not possible. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be a little harder. It's, it's harder. Six Definitely days harder. versus two. And that's something, okay, that's something I had to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Me having a high paying job versus me making a regular job. Yeah. So I sacrifice having making more money so mm-hmm. I can yeah. have a relationship. Yeah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Some people are like, well, that ain't this stupid. Why, why don't you do that? My kids ain't always be in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. So when they do leave, our relationship is already there. I ain't got to set a bill when they leave. And that's what most mm-hmm. parents do. They just figure their kids out when they get outside the house yeah. and grown. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you so disrespectful. They ain't being disrespectful. You just ain't nowhere because you ain't really spend no time with them. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And the kids disrespect you because they ain't... Kids, older kids that disrespect their parents are older adults that disrespect their parents because they never really had a relationship. So real, boy. Talk about it. And sometimes we think we got a relationship because we doing obligated stuff like coming home, eating with that family, living, going to the room, going to yeah. sleep. That ain't a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. <laughs> Yeah. Talking to them about doing their homework, talking to them about making yeah. sure they do this in school. That's <laughs> what you talk. That's normal. Yeah. Beyond the original stuff, beyond the regular calls, life of duties, you got to be going beyond that with a relationship. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Your relationship with your, well, our relationship with our wives is beyond a regular relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you said it's beyond just saying, hey and bye, I'll see you later, call me later. It's we living together. Baby, what you want to eat today? How yeah. you feel today? Think about it. Yeah. We ask our wives <laughs> stuff like that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. saying our, our relationship with our wife should be the same as with our kids, mm-hmm. but it should be a level of respect and relationship that enough that we can understand our kids and they can understand us. Straight up. And I think the understand that's where a lack of understanding coming out because it's a lack of relationship. Mm-hmm. When it's a lack of relationship, you're gonna have a lack of understanding, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get more extreme as they get older. Cause when they get older, kids do start to drift off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They do. That's why you got to build them. Everybody always tell me, boy, you better enjoy them while they this age. It's they like to drift off. trying to build that relationship while they're young at this age, so that you know, like you say, as that time progresses, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, I know I've done what I could do while they were young. And I just feel like, you know, when, when you build them relationships like that, like my relationship with my mom, man, I, my mom been there for me my whole life. So it's like now I'm a 32-year-old man. Why I call my mom every day? <laughs> so I don't be wanting a thing. Calls, What's up, mom? What's up, man? You know, sometimes I feel like she be kind of like, what you want, boy? I'm just seeing you, what you were doing. Well, but you know I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, well... Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't even yeah. want that, but I just, yeah. sometimes I want to hear a voice. You know, like, I like to just call and just make sure she all right. Even though I be knowing, you know, I mm-hmm. I mean, I be praying she all right, but it's like, I just like to call her and just, I don't want nothing. You know, and it's just like, voice, I bro. pray, you know, yeah. that as my children get older, you know, we have that same type of relationship, you know, that, you know, like I have with my mom, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, we just love each other and we check up on each other and that's what it is it's yeah. like yeah but it that takes relationships you know relationship. i thought i had a relationship with my mom as i grew up you know sometimes you know when i was a jit let's start right now gotta start now good talk about it bro so yeah so how i look at you know that relationship with kids with like having a garden you got to start the garden off right or you ain't going to get the fruit how you just how you want it. You got to put it in the right kind of soil. You got to keep nutrient, give them the right kind of nutrients, keep mm-hmm. watering the right way, right? So how I look at soil is that's us. We the soil. Mm-hmm. The parents the soil. We the soil that they get put into, you know what I'm saying? And depending on what you put in that soil, that's what kind of kid going to grow out of that soil. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, I sometimes I have to uh, look at stuff like that, life like that sometimes because... I can't look at it from a perspective from a kid parent relationship. So I have to really break stuff down for myself to look at it like from that plant form formation. So mm-hmm. if you take a plant, say you take a plant, you put too much water in it, it's gonna drown the plant. All right. All right. If you take a plant and you don't give enough sunlight, it's gonna probably die off. Unless mm-hmm. it's a plant that's specifically made to, you know, not yeah. have sun. If you take the plant and you grow the plant and then something come over and start eating the plant, the plant gonna die too. Mm-hmm. So just now, you got to protect the plant, mm-hmm. right, from other stuff coming to harm it. You got to make sure you ain't giving it too much of the wrong stuff or it could drown. Mm-hmm. And you got to make sure it's in the right soil or you just might be the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, protecting the child is not necessarily you saying, oh, I got to make sure my child don't choke on food and this and that and the third. Mm-hmm. It's more so protecting their ears, their eyes, you know what yeah. I'm saying, so it can protect their heart. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And you being the soil... That means you got to be the best you that you can be. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get so that look good, but it ain't good. You got parents that look good. Yeah. They look good, but it ain't good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They look Straight good. Up. And sometimes we can water our kids with the wrong stuff. Hmm. I see. And that's, that's not no shot at parents because I ain't no perfect parent. But 
I understand what not to feed them and what to feed them. They ain't talking about food. I'm talking about a mental capacity of what need to be going in their brain and their heart. So yeah. if you teach your kid how to pop, dance, scoop, scoop, what you getting from that? And I ain't not yeah. your parents who do that. I'm just saying, what is your expectations when you're teaching them that? Though? Mm-hmm. So if you send them teaching them this because it's cool, okay, if that's your definition of cool, don't get mad at them when they get older and they popping and sling across the pole. All right. You know what I'm saying? So if you teach your kid a famous rap song, yeah, you rocking with her, you know, learn that song. And I ain't knocking no, bump that. I'm knocking it. I don't care about that. Yeah. Songs today is so influential. It has so much of an influence on it that we don't understand the impact that it have on kids' mental capacity. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, oh. I ain't with it. I ain't. And I ain't got nothing against them boys because they entertainers at the end of the day. So I know they doing it for money's sake. So mm-hmm. I can't tell them how to make their money. But if everybody else are cool, if everybody is cool with them doing that, if everybody cool with them doing it, they ain't going to never stop and think that, you know, it's wrong. Sure. Nobody ain't going to never look at it wrong because I know a lot of rappers that don't let their own kids listen to their music. And it's like, well, why is it that you let your kid listen to something that they don't let their kid? It's a reason they let their kids listen to it. All right. You know what I'm saying? They know the impact. And so that is a form of you protecting them. You know what I'm saying? That they ear gates. Because mm-hmm. what come in the ears got to come out in the mouth. So if your mm-hmm. kid cussing nine times ten because they hear you or the song they're listening to cussing. Mm-hmm. All right. They talking about shooting and going this. Man, think about it, bro. I really thought about this the other day. Even when it's going on right now in Gainesville. And I don't care what nobody, anybody from Gainesville can correct me if I'm wrong. Most of them kids who doing that stuff listen to music that ain't even All playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most of that stuff going on is because what they retaining in their mind. Mm-hmm. It got to come out. Straight up. It got to come out. It got, bro, it got to come out. That's what mm-hmm. you, kids are sponges. With mm-hmm. a sponge, when you squeeze, what's going to happen? Everything that was in it, going to come out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So eventually what they listening to is going to affect their way of thinking. Mm-hmm. That we're looking at life, um, that I believe the capacity of what they take, how they take in stuff. So all that's gonna be affected, bro. Mm-hmm. Long term, not short term. Long term, mm-hmm. they've been listening to this music. That stuff don't happen until like later on. That's they've been listening to this kind of music since three, four, five. Right. You know what I'm saying it ain't For like real. they just start listening to it. Oh, I'm gonna go kill a joker. Nah, they've been getting these, this in from three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, over and over. They hearing this kind of music and it's okay now. In their mm-hmm. mind, it's okay. All right. So they're going to take it in like, man, this is what I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. This, is what, this is the kind of man I want to be. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And people, people don't understand. And this no, this is no slice or no disrespect to women, but the male population, they ain't talking about dying or living. The male population of what men supposed to be is what's being pushed to the population of men is wrong information. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we have uh, dads that can't be dads correctly, and that's mm-hmm. why we have you know young men that can't follow their dads because the dads you know what I'm saying it's a it's a, it's a trend. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think about if me and you was drug dealers inside of a home, and I don't care. I'm gonna say drug dealers because I'm yeah I'm talking to y'all. I'm gonna say because mm-hmm. I'm out of respect because I used to do what I used to do. But if you're a real OG. You're going to tell the kids not to do that. All right. You're not going to push them because you understand that it's dangerous. But if you're, if, if as a man, if you're OG in the game, any kind of thing that's wrong and you passing that torch for them to keep doing something bad and you know it's dangerous, I have no respect for you. Straight up. As a man. Straight up. And I'll tell anybody that to their face. Straight up. 
as a man, I have no respect for you because you telling me that it's okay for you to tell these kids to go kill, shoot, kill. Not directly, but you mm -hmm. gave them the gun. You All gave right. them the drugs. What come along? That's a lot of stuff coming along with that. Mm -hmm. You know what you're putting them in. You know what you're putting them into. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a parent, if you don't control what your kids listen to and look at, you is just as much as the cause. Hey, hey, not you. Hey, listen. If we ain't out here protecting our kids in that way, it's just it's what's gonna happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> it ain't I. It ain't nowhere around the yard. You know how I feel about that. I, I ain't even got to add no more to that. Like y'all already know, if we're not. Showing our children the way, and we're not teaching them the way, and we're allowing others, entertainers, and all these celebrities, and all that stuff, stuff we see on TV, and here on the radio, and on YouTube, and all, man, listen, somebody is going to lead your child, it's either going to be a rapper, basketball player, football player, uh, a politician, somebody out there yeah. want to lead your child. Yeah. And if they lead, if you're if you're not in your home being that God in light, hey, what happened is gonna happen, and it ain't nothing. And when when the things happen, we can't be mad if we know we're not doing our job in the home. We can't be mad at it, you know. So. Like you talked about the stuff that's going around in the city, you know, the youth violence and all that. It's like, at the end of the day, like, that stuff definitely sad. But it's like, what are we going to do in our community to change these things other than talk about it? Are we going to start um, holding, for one, each other accountable? Correct. Are we going to start holding the people above us accountable, mm -hmm. you know, People talk about, oh, it'd just be entertaining. When are we going to start holding these rappers accountable? Even right here locally. Locally. You know, local rappers, when are we going to hold them accountable and say, bro, what you're talking about is poisonous, bro? It's very poisonous. It's poisonous. And, and, and that's just the end of, at the end of, of the day. Yeah, you doing it for money. whatever money. Most of it is money. Because <laughs> if you you ain't to get no money for it or expecting to get money for it, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't do be doing it. it. <laughs> so if... um. If you're putting money over our children, if you're putting money over our community, ain't no respect in that. I mean, that's just me. Y'all, people already know. I ain't even got to talk too much more on that. <laughs> Y'all already know why I stand on that type of stuff. But it's like, and then also, uh, we can blame, you know, we can put government and music executives. They got some blame too because... Yeah, no, yeah. You know, everybody got to be held accountable. Everybody be held accountable. You know, so at the end of the day, sometimes we can't touch the government. We can't touch the, the music executives, but we can touch one another. You know, we because we going to mm -hmm. see one another. We going to see the local rapper. We going to see, you know, the person, you know, the, yeah. the we going to see the dad be dad. Yeah. We going to see the mom out here that ain't yeah. taking care of her child. We going to see one another We because we right here. So when we run into each other and we have the opportunity, we must have these conversations and not beat one another down. Nah. But let's have a conversation about this and say, bro, what can we how can we change these things? Like, how can we help, you know, toward the cause of making our city a better place? Our community is a better place to live mm -hmm. because right now, bro, it's it ain't looking too well for us, you know, and that's just what it is. So. Yeah, man, that's 
I mean, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about that stuff, and it's uncomfortable conversations at times, and you gotta nobody talk don't want to have the hard conversations. <laughs> and I mean, we got to talk about this stuff, though. We have to, dog. So, man, bro, listen, we can go on and on. <laughs> man, I think we done covered so many topics, and man, we're going to have to get together again, my not, man. For real, for real, because, bro, it's... It's so many things that we can, it's so much, like, the youth sports, all of this is so much that we impacts. can talk. It definitely impacts. So much, bro. It impacts. It definitely impacts. It definitely impacts. You, I ain't gonna lie, me personally. I know kids living in areas that play on my team that personally be affected by what's going on outside of youth football. But mm-hmm. that they in youth football, they don't get affected by it because they in youth football. So mm-hmm. weekends they had practice. They can't. They don't yeah. got a chance to go out yeah. and do what other kids they don't got a chance. So when you take that chance away, it helps, bro. Mm-hmm. It helps, bro. And I ain't gonna never blame. I ain't gonna. I ain't shooting no fingers. I'm tired of the shooting fingers stuff. I done said this a million times and a million times. Parents have more control than they think they do, bro. And I feel like that you got to take true. control. You're not. Some parents feel like that. If they take the music from the kids, they, they basically not giving the kids space. Space? This is your house. <laughs> yeah. This is your house. Mm-hmm. What they do on their phones, that's your phone. Until they paying for their own phone. Yeah. That's your child. That's your couch. That's your room. That's yours. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how I'm going to get that concept as, 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 as parents. And I think we give kids too much leeway in areas they shouldn't have leeway. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the areas. What they listen to. Straight up. What they take Straight in, up. who they hang around. Mm-hmm. I want to know who your friends is. I want to know who your mom is. I want to know who their mom is. Because I don't want my, not even disrespect, I don't want my kids to be influenced by something that I know can potentially put them in position where All they right. can get home. No, Straight I can't up. protect them everywhere at one time, but I'm going to do my job. Straight up. So at the end of the day, I ain't going to feel sad. I ain't going to be feeling bad because I felt like I didn't do a, a good job as a parent. I'm going to feel bad if something happened, but I ain't going to feel bad as a parent. I should have did more of this. Nah, because I did what I had to do. Up. And I think as we as parents, be a, our kids is a contribution to the world coming from our house. Yeah. So if they come from our house, you created what coming from your house, whether you say it or not, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Man, my kids, listen, I know my kids can get access to certain things, but why help them get access in your house? Yeah. They're going to get it right now. Yeah. But in my house, they going to get it. Mm-mm. So why help them keep, you giving them more of that every day, but they go with their friends. I know they're going to get it from some friends. Every parent ain't the same, and I get that. Every parent don't see things that's harmful to how we see harmful. What's harmful for our kid? Mm-hmm. And some pick, oh, you just too uptight, or you keeping them hostage, right. keep them in the box. <laughs> and I understand, right. I understand, I understand balance and stuff. I right? have a little balance, but certain things ain't no balance. We ain't, yeah, ain't balancing. <laughs> ain't no, yeah. ain't no compromising. Yeah, I ain't compromising with certain things. Straight up, like, even, that's just, that's just what it is. Even music, see, parents think just because music songs don't cuss that it's okay. Man, yeah. look, boy, <laughs> look, boy, listen to me. That little, I'm a purpose ever, and I ain't me. Uh, it's no disrespect to little Nas. Yeah, cause I'm I respect anybody. Yeah. but his song, the what I ain't gonna advertise it. We know what song I'm talking yeah. about. Straight up. All the kids listen to. I just don't like advertising stuff sometimes yeah. that don't need to advertise. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't cuss one time. But parents right. don't listen to the songs. All right. <laughs> like, All right. You got to listen to them lyrics. You got to listen to the lyrics. 
And he comfortably said what he said. He ain't hide it. Yeah. It just y'all thought it was hidden because y'all ain't listen to it. Y'all just jamming right. out. Just sound good. And then when he come out, you feel me? And then when he come out with another song that don't replicate what the children it look it don't look children friendly. You mad at him? Yeah. But you didn't never listen to the first song like mm-hmm. you're supposed to. And that man said he that. Said he said that. like, hey, my first one. <laughs> y'all, it, it ain't my fault. Y'all just ain't pay attention. Ain't pay attention. And I think as parents, that's the problem. We don't pay attention enough. Mm-hmm. We miss stuff because we don't have on our binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have on our parent binoculars. Nah. We take them down and be careless with our parent binoculars. Mm-hmm. Because uh, probably another parent letting their kids do this or the kids, well, such and such doing this, so why I can't do it? Mm-hmm. Such and such doing it. My other friends doing it. And you feel bad as a parent because you don't want your kids to feel left out. Left out of what? Straight up. You can, it's other ways you can have fun, man. And that's too many what, ways. It's, it's too many ways you can have fun. And me personally, like I said, my parent binoculars been on since probably my, my son was three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking them off for nobody. Because mm-hmm. at, at any day, I'm responsible for my kid, his action. Whether I, whether I want to say, yeah, he's on his own man, but the blame going to come back on who? Mm-hmm. Me. At a, why he had a certain age in this in this age group, and when he get 18, 19, yeah, of course, you know, people going, he going, you know what I'm saying, be a kennel for his own. But I want to be able to be influenced, be still a bit of influence to him outside of my house. Straight up. And that started when he was young. Yeah. So me being influenced to him, I can't wait to try to do that. Not saying. It take relationship. It take relationship. So me building the, I got an open door policy in my house. Yeah. You come talking about anything. I don't care if it's about suicide or girls, get anything. Yeah. I, op- I keep that door available. And yeah. I start conversations, stuff like that. Because I be wanting to know what they was going on. Because some stuff I, I ain't caught up on. So I ask them, hey, what's the trend? You know, what's going on? What's the new <laughs> stuff? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to be ahead of the game. Yeah. That's the only reason I ask them questions. I want to know what's popular. Though, so I can go look at it myself. And, nah, that ain't, right. that ain't what it is. And I, talk, and I sit down and I say, hey, look. Yeah. So I ain't going to tell you to stop because I'm, I'm going to let you do it yourself. But if you don't do it yourself, I'm going to eventually, you know, snatch the plug. So, Look at what's going on and ask yourself some questions. Is this good for you? Mm. My oldest son, he'll look at it a couple times and I ain't see that. I know you ain't see it. That's why I mm. asked you to look at it a couple times so you can see it for yourself. Because if you don't see it for yourself, if you if I ain't get if I ain't passed the torch for you to have your own binoculars on, then just I'm a, as a parent, I felt you just as more as I mm. me not even paying attention to it myself. Mm-hmm. So I need you to have your own binoculars. So I need to pass a torch so you can think for yourself. Straight up. So if you can't think for yourself, I'm always have to parent. I'm not saying I can't, but I don't want to always have to, you know, grind you up about stuff that you should know what's going on. You need to get a a reverence of stuff for yourself. And that's the problem. A lot of parents don't pass that. They don't pass the torch, bro. Mm-hmm. They don't pass the torch. Straight up. They don't understand how to allow kids to grow up. Mm-hmm. They don't teach them to grow up. That's that's the problem. I ain't saying every parent, but a lot of parents don't teach their kids to grow up and they wonder why they're still parenting at 58 years old and yeah. 70 years old and they got 30 year old kids and they still parenting. It's because their relationship, I really believe relationships, are, a, a tight relationship with your kids, anybody, mm-hmm. it transforms so much, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even when, my, at my, when you get a, a relationship with your boss, you thought it was mean and stuff, you get to understand them more now. Right, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. When you build a relationship, you, it, it makes you look at people differently. 
You know? So I'm big on relationships. I'm big with building relationships or the right relationships. Because every, I don't care if you're a good person or not. If I feel like the relationship don't need to stick for, not saying you're a bad person. I understand that everybody relationship ain't a good relationship, whether they're a good person or a bad person. So even if you're a good person, some relationship, I just don't try to build them. Let's be honest with you, unless God kind of pushed me towards that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody relationship ain't really relationship. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it as that. So I don't want to try to, you know, force myself on nobody. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of things. Times we have to be force ourselves into a relationship. We force ourselves into getting to know somebody. Hey, bye. You know, woo-woo. when I mean by relationship, to my knowing that person. Yeah. I ain't to my hey, bye. What's up? See you tomorrow. Text you. Come talk to my eating at my house. Come to my house. Yeah. Sitting on my couch. To me, that's a relationship with you. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? You coming to run my kids? Yeah. Everybody don't bring everybody around my kids. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? That's different to me. When okay, if you ain't coming around my kids. We, we don't have a relationship. We might have a a, 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 a level of relation but to, to, towards each other, a talk, whatever you want to call it. I don't know the specific name for it, but you're not, I'm not, I don't have a specific relationship with you if I ain't bringing you around my kids. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't trust you. It's just, I don't want everybody around my kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It takes years to get to know people, bro. Years. Mm-hmm. Unless you've really been looking at this person from a distance. You know what I'm saying? It takes mm-hmm. years. I'm saying years and years because you can hang around a person for years and years. You still don't know him. And you like, well, I thought I know him because yeah. you, that relationship wasn't enough. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That relationship wasn't enough. So yeah. I, I feel like that's big. Really, I think those was missing. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Real relationship. Man, people ain't taking time to build no relationships. Now. And that's the problem. because That's what that. you said. It take time. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. People feel like they ain't got the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a priority, mm-hmm. but time sake is a priority sake. So if it's if I take time to build a relationship with anybody, it's priority to me now. Because I need I need it's something this person got that's gonna help me and vice versa. Well, it ain't gotta be money. It ain't gotta be something that's tangible. Mentally, a lot of time I hook up with people. I need a it's a mental it's a mental help I need. Not saying I'm crazy, but they challenge my brain or they challenge my way of thinking or they challenge they help me grow as a person. So mm-hmm. I try to, I try to pull those relationships to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. I try to pull those relationships. Not saying you can't have nobody who don't challenge you, because everybody need a Paul, everybody need a Barnabas, and everybody need a Timothy in their life. A mm-hmm. Timothy, not saying lower rank, but that's just somebody you work right underneath you that's gonna push mm-hmm. you. Because then somebody following you, then you really my kids, my Timothy, because they yeah. keep me going. I can't stop doing what I need to be doing because there's somebody watching me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you got your Barnabas, and then you got your Paul. Mm-hmm. Or if it's somebody head on with you, somebody iron sharp or not, you know what I'm saying? Somebody mm-hmm. like your wife, iron sharp, and then you got your Paul, whether it's a preacher or somebody, it don't necessarily mean they're ahead of you. It just necessarily mean that, you know, that this person is challenging you to grow. Mm-hmm. It helps you pull. That person pulls you to the next level. And then you got mm-hmm. your Timothy pushing you to the next level, and then you got your Barnabas that's coming with you as you grow. Straight up. You see what I'm saying? And those levels, we need uh, a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in our life. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? We need those connections in our life. If we don't have those, it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Mm-hmm. Them the kind of relationships we need. Everybody got a Timothy, whether you really want it or not. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't got a bonus. And everybody ain't got a Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't got a Paul or a bonus. But you got a Timothy, whether mm-hmm. you want to or not. Either kids, somebody looking up to you. If you mm-hmm. if you have a, a level of, if you're in a position of influence, you got a Timothy. Straight up. Any position of influence, you got a Timothy. Any position. 
whether it's a doctor, a nurse, or something that you can influence people, that's a position of influence. And I feel like anybody that have a position of influence, they just they shouldn't be able to say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be able to do what they want to do in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Probably okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But yeah, because you, pers- you you got so much influence, you can influence people to do stuff they want to do. Not saying that's their fault, but come on, man. You know you got influence, man. Stop. That's real. Man. <laughs> that's real. That's real, Matt. That's another thing that we don't like to talk about, <laughs> but we got to talk about it, man. Y'all listen. My boy done gave out so much game today, man. And I just, I just pray, you know, like I always do. Oh, yes, sir. For this podcast for y'all to like, I just pray somebody get this, man. You know, because these are important things. And you might sound like, you know, we're bashing this or bashing that. It's like, no, this is just real talk. This is, these are things that we need to talk about, man. You know, and take it for what it is. You know, if it ain't, if it ain't pertaining to you, it ain't pertaining to you. You know, you move on. But if the shoe fit, check yourself, man. Listen, wear that shoe, man. You know, and if you don't like the shoe, change the shoe. Buy another shoe, you know, like. But if this shoe right here, if any shoe that we done talked about today fits it, it fit it, man. You know, it ain't no ain't no beef, ain't calling nobody out. It's just we talking about real stuff, man, and. As fathers, we got to have these conversations and, you know, and push each other. I know one thing about it. I learned something today. You know, like I learned, I, I, I'm pushed. You know, it's things that I know I can work on as a father, you know, and this podcast is something, you know, I, I say the same stuff all the time. This podcast for me is something that pushes me. I need this podcast. You know, I need, you know, I, I put the, I like to put the information out for everybody else, but this stuff that I be needing. You know, like, I like to sit down with other dads and learn from them because I don't think I got it all. I ain't no thinking. I know. I know I don't know it all. You know, I know I ain't got it all together for real, for real. So, like, when I sit down with dads, all these different dads I've sat down with, you know, even the young cats, you know, that I brought on the podcast who were fresh, fresh dads. I can learn something from them too, you know? And a lot of times they teach, what they teach me is humility. Because when you're a new dad, you be knowing, you know for real then (laughs) that you, you know, you don't know at all. So it teaches me humility even when I sit down with a guy that just had his first child, you know, that father can teach me something because I can look at his humility and see that, dang, you know, this man can acknowledge that he don't, it's things that he don't know. You know, so even with that, you know, I love that the Paul, Timothy, and Barnabas thing, man, you know, because we all do have those people. Or we, if we don't have, we need them, you know. And um, that's why I position myself, you know, to never be in a position where I feel like I'm always above everybody that I know I'm ahead of. No, I need people that know more than me mm-hmm. in my life. I need people that, Something you up. know, can help me. Uh, in this walk and walk this thing out with me and I know you know in the position that I'm in it's a lot of people that look at me you know it's a lot of people that follow me people that I don't even be knowing at times you know 
even be following me. But they come and tell me, hey, man, you know, I seen you say you posted on Facebook or I listened to this podcast or I seen you at work. It's just all these different people that I know watch me every day, you know, and they might not even, they, I might not ever know some of the people because they might not ever say anything. But in the same way, most of us dads, you know, we speaking to dads on this podcast. All of us have someone that is looking up to us because we have children. And our children need us to be the examples that they need to see. Without us, if we don't run our race the way it's supposed to be ran, it ain't just going to affect our life. When the day we became dads, it was no longer just about us. Our decisions do not only affect us now. It's going to affect us. It's going to affect our children. And for my brothers out there that's married, it's going to affect our wives. You know, so we got to take things serious, man. And, um, man, my boy, I appreciate you oh, coming on, oh, dog. For real, for real, I was man, praying to you know? get on here, brother. <laughs> for real. I was praying to God. Please let him pick me, God. Please let him pick me. My turn. It's my man, turn. I'm seeing all these brothers come. My yeah. turn, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, he called me. Yeah. For real. Yo, dog, it, it, I, I, I definitely appreciate everything you said, man, because like I say, you know, you helped me with a lot of things, you know, things that I know I'm going to, when I get out of here, just go start to work on these things, man, yeah. and just trying to get better day by day. And um, so for all my listeners out there, man, for y'all, um, I just, I, all I ask of y'all, man, y'all continue to support, man, you know. Uh, listen to the podcast, share the podcast. Uh, if you think it's good enough, leave a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to us on. And uh, if you have the time, leave a review. I like to get the feedback, know what I'm doing right, know what I'm doing wrong. And uh, y'all continue to stay encouraged, man. Uh, we're going to be getting in the community soon. I know by the end of this year, I want to do like a big event where all the dads that I've come in contact with, we can get together with the kids and, you know, do something together. Because I've been meeting a lot of dads, but I want all these dads I've been meeting to meet one another, you know, yeah. and we can really form a real community, man, because I done met so many good people, you know, just with this podcast. A lot of people I already known, but I've just been meeting new people, you know, coming in contact with new dads, man, so... Yeah, y'all continue to stay stay posted, man. I'll keep y'all updated. Um, like the Facebook page. Like the, um, follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, you can find this episode. It's going to be posted on all the platforms. and um, Or you can just go to my website. Go to www.dadcanwetalk.com and you'll find all the episodes streaming there. So, yeah, man. Y'all know how I do it, man. You know, we keeping it real in here. And uh, tomorrow, y'all know it's on, man. We got this round table. We finna be discussing some uh, some real heavy stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, I think my kids are uh, getting very restless out there. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something. So, man, we gonna end this podcast <laughs> like that, though, man. Y'all keep it pushing, man. It's that when we talk to y'all.